0: Greetings in Jesus name. Welcome to Church Talk Podcast. This is a joy to bring God's word, God's perspective, God's heart for your church, for your ministry on a monthly basis. This morning, I have a dear friend. Uh, his name is Pastor Sujay. He's all the way from Chennai and he is joining us for this podcast and I'm very excited to introduce him to you guys and for him to be able to share his his experiences and and what he has learned in his process of uh, planting a church. Uh, welcome here, Pastor Sujay. Thank you for joining us. Would you just take a moment to greet our listeners and also give us a little uh, introduction about your walk with God and how uh, you've reached, where you've reached, um, you know, from before you started this fellowship, how it was, and now that you've started this fellowship, how is it going? Uh, we'd love to hear a little bit about you.
1: All right, greetings to uh, my elder brother, Pastor Prity. It's such a joy to be here, and greetings to everyone who is listening to us. It's an honor to be here, and um, it's such a joy to share you uh, to share with you a bit of my experience as well. Um, to basically um, start off talking about, uh, even in terms of. Uh, the gathering that we've started, or the church plant. Um, if if I tell you the amount of years it took for us to start it, um, it took precisely ten years. Wow! If yeah. I'm correct, because um, I remember when I was eighteen years old. Man, I sound really old saying this. Um, when I was eighteen years old, you, you know, you're fresh off, you know, ministry and your on fire you're still on fire but you're on fire starting there flowing in the spirit you're prophesying to everyone in the streets and people are getting healed uh back then i had the opportunity of someone coming to me and saying uh why don't you book up a meeting hall here why don't you start it you're you're on fire the lord is using you you're teaching the word well and they basically said book the hall and you know start your own ministry start your own meetings i heard that i was so excited Uh, i was like yes finally 18 years of age fresh off the gate Mm. and uh, i said good i'll get back to you and you know back then i wasn't under anyone i um i I was just uh doing me i was part of a, a church i was part of an organization i was serving them but i wasn't necessarily um under anyone, and I didn't mm. even see the need of it back then, right. So I came back home and um, every day was a day with Jesus. Every day is still a, every day still is a day with Jesus. and mm. I remember thanking the Lord for what He did that day. Um, I still remember uh, the Lord did a specific miracle that day in the sense He healed a man who was not able to walk and that man was basically the manager of the entire. Um, uh, building there. So they were essentially saying, "We'll give you the building for free to start your ministry." Wow! wow. So I was like, "Definitely is an opportunity from the Lord." And I got on mm. my knees, and I heard the Lord saying, "So you want to start your own ministry, huh?" Mm. And I heard that, and I that brought uh, a fear into my bones, and I was like, mm. "Man, no, 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 I'm not doing this.
0: Mm.
1: No way am I doing this. You tell me what you want to do." Mm. And The Lord told me to wait, okay, and yeah. that started a journey of serving into other ministries. Wow, mm. uh, serving into different places where I, I, I um, I, I served at a prayer center, was part of their core team, got to understand how things work there. The Lord then took me to Singapore after mm. that, where I did my um, uh, my higher studies, and at the same time, I, I joined uh. A church that was scored into discipleship, was serving there, was almost about to join the church, was Mm. ready to be employed by the church and my visa got expired and what nothing worked out. Mm
0: -hmm.
1: And when we prayed with the elders there, they felt, this is not your place. And we were like, man, I can't catch a break. And I came Mm -hmm. back Mm -hmm. to Chennai and uh, got married after that and spent two years working as an associate pastor with my wife at a lovely church and finally found out our stream revive nations where uh, that is a whole other story by itself Mm. Um, and then recently recently um i was praying a couple of months back in in september where the lord visited me in my room and and the, the lord told me gather people, and mm. I will pour mm. out my spirit. Wow.
0: That, that's beautiful, Pastor Sujai. I want to understand for a person who's been uh, involved in a church, serving in a church, uh, but they know somewhere deep down that they are called to plant a church of their own. They uh, have heard from God, but they just don't know the right time or the right season. Uh, so what would you advise to them as to, how to identify the right time to go and start something on your own or uh, to to step out of the church that you're serving in order to start your own organization ministry or church how do we identify that
1: i think the first thing that you know if if i could speak to a younger version of myself to be to be honest um i'll give you a very frank answer um uh, I don't see myself as a church planter. Mm. Um, I was, I am not intentional in my journey of planting a church. Mm. This is a result of my love relationship with Jesus. Mm. This mm. is a result of me just walking purely in love with Him. Right. Because, because um, uh, when 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 this is when this is as organic as you can keep it. When this mm. is as fluid as you can keep it. The mm. Lord Himself will start birthing things out of you. You, mm. there's no pressure out of anywhere, and this has been the best way I could ever uh, think of it as possible. We we right. basically ended up starting our gathering in the midst of a revival, mm. and it revival broke out in our services. I can't mm. manufacture that by myself. Right. Whatever I do cannot come through my own effort. It 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 came out of um, uh, if I have one desire, it is to uh, the the greatest joy in my life is the presence of God. Wow! Yeah. And mm. uh, when my point of conversion, um, into actually becoming a Christian is when I experience the presence of God. True. When I yeah. know that, irrespective of who I am, mm. He loves me, mm. and it 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 is crazy for me that this God would call us his dwelling place, this right. holy God. And mm. his church is the dwelling place of God in the spirit.
0: Wow, well, yeah.
1: That we are, our one objective with towards building the church is, you know, is, is making sure that we all being fitted together, grow into a holy temple of the Lord.
0: Beautiful. And we yes.
1: become the dwelling place of God in the spirit. Mm. So, that starts with us becoming lovers of His presence, yeah. as we go in that, and as that relationship is as organic as possible, um, it, it's just it just happens automatically, uh, yeah. because for me. I, I don't want to build a building. I want to build a place where the Lord Himself can say, this is a place where I can dwell. Uh, if, right. there's, if, there's this, if there's this one verse that keeps messing me up, it's Isaiah 66 verse 1, where the Lord says, the, the heavens are my throne and the earth is my footstool. Hmm,
0: hmm.
1: Where is the place where you can build me?
0: Well,
1: where yeah. is the place of my rest? Hmm. And this same God comes to us in the New Testament and Jesus says, if you love me and keep my commandments, I will Mm -hmm. love you and I will dwell within you. That messes me up. Mm -hmm. And for us to have the opportunity to Mm -hmm. grow as the temple of the Lord individually and from there be sent out. Yeah. where the Lord himself sends us out, to build a place where amongst people he himself can dwell, man, Amen. that's priceless. That's the greatest journey ever. There's nothing that can come closer to that ever. This has wow. been the best adventure that you can ever, ever go for. Because that,
0: that's, that's, so, that's so true because when, when we try to uh, plant a church or start a ministry or a gathering, because that's our dream, or that's our vision. Uh, You know, we have to somehow try and sustain it, even with our own advertising, our own abilities, and our own marketing skills. But when the presence of God, that love that you have for Jesus becomes the foundation for everything that you do, then that same presence of God is going to help sustain that that move. Uh, Now, I have seen this from my personal experience, and from you know being around other pastors and leaders i have done this myself that when we've started something in obedience to what god is doing sometimes our old ways of doing church creeps into our new uh setup you know or whatever we are trying to do and we try to imitate the same culture that we have seen in our traditional churches or our denominational churches we try to pick up uh, the same things and and that uh, somehow quenches the the move of God, and then we're trying to limit God into the into our structure. Uh, so I want to know, from your perspective, uh, what is the solution to that? How do we have a balance between uh, being a, a church that does have structure that is not unorganized, but at the same time not you know stuck to a, a tradition or. Uh, you know that we are not fitting within a denomination so to speak every gathering that we have
1: um everything that we do be it the ministry of helps mm-hmm. be it um like okay for example in our gatherings we have a rule i had to enforce a rule because mm-hmm. um you know, we found the presence of god so um let me simplify this answer uh I've learned that being a student of His presence really helps this journey. Mm. In my own personal life, Mm. when I ask myself, what do I do that causes His presence to increase? What can I Mm. do in my environment that causes His presence to grow? Because that's the ambition. That's the goal. Because every gathering is a gathering unto the Lord. Yeah. And that is only possible if it's by His Spirit. And we had a basically simple rule where when we started the meeting, the presence of God would come so strong. and mm-hmm. But at the time of the break, you would you would just feel His presence drift. Mm-hmm. And I had a big issue with that because mm-hmm. I'm like, no, it has to be there throughout. And, and I realized mm-hmm. the minds of the people had, had shifted at the time where we had break and we had people coming and serving or, um, you know, uh, where there was... There was an unnecessary interruption, but there was no interruption towards God. God is Mm. still available Mm. to move because as a minister, you can sense this. So being a student of His presence, we had to basically bring in um, a few um, protocols in place Mm. where even Mm. if it's it's a break, even Mm. if it's a break and you're serving, Mm. stay connected to the presence of God stay right. connected in worship stay connected mm. in helping um, mm. the objective is not to conform to a denomination right. the objective is we are gathering towards him this is his church yes. mm. our perspective is we are growing into him yeah. uh, everything in the whole world is growing to catch up to where Christ is and that's what yeah. we've come here for mm-hmm. and and my perspective my with the people that God sends to us is um, there are two days in a week that you've come here. Hmm. Give God your absolute attention. Hmm. Hmm. And our primary goal here is, is you know, there is not one priest over here. Hmm. Hmm. All of us are priests. Hmm. And the objective is we are all gathering here yeah. to worship and to pursue the King of Kings. Hmm. And being a student of His presence has helped has helped us constantly ensure that the atmosphere and the objective remains the same. Yeah. And it doesn't drift off from there. Wow. Uh, because uh, I want to come to a place where uh, if, if, if we can build our church to a place where the presence of God has the freedom to move freely. Mm. to to freely move and use anyone
0: right there
1: in the meeting in maturity
0: mm. to
1: minister that is success for me
0: yeah that is yeah.
1: a fluid church there
0: that's amazing you know sometimes my greatest challenge has been that we uh, you know are so focused on just feeling comfortable within the four walls of the church mm. that Uh, We forget that we are also the church when we leave the church, you know, in that gap. And that's why when we come back, we are not on fire as we were before, you know, when we were in the church. You know, sometimes, uh, you know, I've like tried to emphasize this over and over again, even in our church here, how we have to function as the church, even when we step out, even at our workplaces, even at our uh, places of, you know, uh, study or where we live in, in our neighborhood. We have to host God's presence. And, and, and globally, the, the church like split into these two major groups. One group that says that uh, people don't matter, only God's presence matter. Mm-hmm. The other group that says, no, 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 it's all about people. We, we just have to make sure our, our services, our ministry, everything is focused on winning people. Uh, So we we, we cannot do anything that will freak them out. Uh, Don't talk in a language that, you know, they don't understand. Don't, you know, do anything that will offend anybody, you know. So so sometimes we are split into these two groups. And even when we study the uh, epistles, we see how Apostle Paul, he brought a divine order in the church. Like, for example, um, the church at Corinth, it was a church filled with the, uh, presence of the Holy Spirit. There were a lot of people exercising the gifts of the Holy Spirit. And then Paul had to write and say, wait, when you exercise gifts, let there be order. Let two or three people speak and let the others remain silent so that when new people come, they see the move of God. It will not be in confusion. So he, so there was this balance that he brought in between uh, saying, okay, our church needs to be a presence-centered and God-centered, God-focused church, and at the same time, we are called to minister uh, to to the world around us. Mm-hmm. So, in your experience, uh, have you faced this challenge that that when when new people who are unaware of what we are doing and how our culture is, when they come in, that they may not immediately catch on to it? And if yes, what what can we do to um, communicate to them? effectively without actually losing our focus uh, and our heart for God's presence? Uh,
1: both is essential. Both is yeah, needed. Yeah, absolutely. Um, the the primary focus is our gathering towards the Lord. But yeah. the gathering towards the Lord cannot happen without fellowship. Um, I'm reminded of what... Uh, Uh, John spoke in one John. He says, if we walk in the light as He is in the light, then Mm. we have fellowship with one another. But that fellowship with one another makes sense as long as we are walking with Him in the light. Mm, mm, mm. And as long as we continue walking with Him in the light, as long as we continue walking with Him and and fellowshipping with one another, under that Mm. covering where we're heading in a journey towards the Lord. Because Mm, mm. when you study the body of Christ, and when you study the Spirit of God leading the body of Christ, Mm. the first thing that we have to ask ourselves is, what is the Spirit of the Lord doing in this season? Right. And having the church go in that order. Mm. If it is a season of visitation, Mm. everything is aligned towards that and when we pursue the Lord, the Lord releases order in a place where He starts building. He starts equipping people step by step yeah. by step. Um, mm. Equipping them at, at whatever stages as possible. So, yeah. if I can break it practically, alright? Mm. One of my uh, challenges when when we uh, when we had newcomers come in... Uh, we, 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 we saw how the Lord started ministering to them and we also saw the need for teaching them basics of what is salvation or what is redemption yeah. what mm. are these things so it, it, it then the Lord gave me an idea of of okay basically start writing a book on that mm. a small book mm. the second thing that the Lord started teaching me is now you focus on um, not teaching it to everyone now those who have been growing with us from the beginning, teach them that. Teach them from scriptures what it is. Help them to teach that to the newcomers mm-hmm. that are there. Mm-hmm. So uh, by that, the fellowship is there. It is mm-hmm. growing organic. But at the same time, I'm I'm seeing how the Lord Himself is building structures by mm-hmm. His own by, by His own hand. Mm. if If you ask me if I can think of ideas like that, no, because um, as a minister of God, my uh, I want to just focus on pursuing God, finding out what He mm. wants, and delivering mm. that. I just want to be His heart and His voice for the people.
0: Wow, true that's that's mm.
1: the primary thing mm. I want. And when it comes to administration, I'm desperately seeking the Lord saying, you give right. me ideas, give me what to do. And the Lord himself is sending out people yeah. to help. The Lord himself is equipping people. We found people themselves coming to us and saying, we want to help you with this. We want to help mm. you with this. We want mm-hmm. to help you with this. And the crazy part is, if we had asked for volunteers, it, it would have been harder. We, rain, we are finding rain. people who come themselves and they say, we want to help. And, and the pursuit still remains the same. Yeah, And we are finding that they are being blessed as well as they are doing it. Because mm-hmm. they are doing mm-hmm. it out of a revelation. They are not yeah. doing it because they are a worker expecting some sort of wages or some expecting True. some sort of favor. They are doing it out of a revelation that The Lord is here in this place. The Lord is meeting Mm. us here. And it's the greatest joy to come and serve here. Mm. So, that has been a learning point for me as well. Because Mm. uh, as a minister, you tend to um, say, for example, before a meeting, uh, I, I don't know about you, but I start to way and think of all the practical stuff that needs to be set up and ready yeah, before yeah. the things and and this has really and uh, as a new minister you know uh, when you're starting meetings it's it's hard to let go of things mm-hmm. because you expect a certain level of excellence on every right, for <laughs> uh, sure. everything but when people themselves come up to you and they say we want to do something for the lord yeah. We want to do something for for you both. We want to do mm. something for for you, and it's our joy to minister to the Lord. And it, it, keep in mind, they're saying minister to the Lord, not minister to the pastors. Right. While having the understanding that the Lord is using the man and the woman of God there, mm. Mm. The, that's the Lord Himself equipping people.
0: Right. That's the right. Lord
1: Himself setting order in the place.
0: In the church.
1: In yeah. the church.
0: Sometimes we undervalue the work that the Lord is doing in the church and and we try to take ownership of every work that needs to be done. And, and I think that's that's a good lesson for us to learn, uh, knowing that Jesus said, I will build the church. We are partnering with him and we are saying yes to what, what he wants to do in the church. And, and when he builds the church, he knows how to make it evangelistic because he will fill the gift of some people with the gift of evangelism. He will fill some with prophetic abilities. He will fill some with apostolic mantles and he'll give some pastoral hearts and others teaching abilities. So my question is also about how do you personally identify um, the, the, the different callings and different people that come under your wing? What do you do to um, pray and discern and understand which of them uh, is an apostle? Who has got a gift to be a pastor? Who has got a gift to be an evangelist? And how can I, like you know, add fuel to the spark that they may have right now, so they can reach the fullest, att- uh, you know, extent of their call in the Lord?
1: If if I can bring it, bring it from my own journey. Um, there was a time where I was really desperate for help. Mm. The Lord sent a man. Yeah. And that man could see the gold in my life,
0: mm-hmm.
1: and uh, could also be see the issues in my life, see mm-hmm. uh, the different areas and the help that I needed, and could see the trajectory of my life. Mm. And said, yes, come. Okay. That, that, uh, I'm talking about our spiritual father, obviously. You know, um, man, uh, that changed my life. That, that changed Mm. the trajectory of my life. And, Mm. and that made me realize an important lesson to never devalue anyone. Yeah. And Mm. even if you're looking for, for, um, the kind of people to equip or if you are looking for ministry callings, um, that's a really tricky question because it, it takes a gifted person to recognize a gifted person.
0: Mm-hmm. You know, it,
1: it takes a mature person to see there is a mantle here. Yeah. There is there's, there's, there's something of substance here. It takes a, an apostle to recognize an apostle. It takes a prophetic. Yeah. It's very easy for a prophet to recognize another prophet. Mm, it's mm. very organic. It's the simplest thing to ever happen. Right. But seeing a prophet and seeing and uh, uh, being a prophetic person mm. or being an apostolic person and seeing another gifted person is the easiest thing to do. Mm. Man of God, that's the most simplest thing to do. Yeah. But yeah. If, if we're able to look at the most unlikeliest of sources yeah. and see mm. the gold in them, Wow, man! When you look at when you look at the life of Jesus, it, it plainly says what good can come out of Nazareth?
0: Right, right.
1: Bethlehem mm. is famous now only because of Jesus. Before mm. he was born, Bethlehem was nothing. Mm. So, it, it it takes it takes a level of spiritual maturity to wow. to not undervalue anyone because the Beautiful. Lord can use anyone.
0: That's, that's powerful p- the yeah.
1: potential of the spirit of God in a person is mm. is unlimited true mm. we we cannot underestimate the value of what one person when they say yes to God yeah completely it mm. it, it, it is not so I've learned from our spiritual father to not devalue anyone um, mm. in fact if 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 I can give you a small example there's um there's, uh, there's a man by over his, uh, he's over 50 years old, who has been coming to our meetings. Never mm. spoke in tongues, never saw anything. And people used to tell me, you know, he's a very stubborn person, doesn't do anything. Over a span of three weeks, he's gone from speaking in tongues to now prophesying.
0: Wow. Mm.
1: And mm-hmm. if if I had met him outside the meeting, I would have just thought, okay, traditional Christian. Yeah.
0: Mm.
1: I'm learning to see through the eyes of Jesus. Wow i am learning to see through the eyes of my spiritual father who who mm. was able to look at something in me way mm. before anyone else saw it who was able right. to look through the eyes of jesus and not mm. underestimate anyone because Amazing. if i can see that that person is the temple of the holy spirit mm. you know um, paul said something remarkable he said hereafter we regard no man after the flesh yeah Mm. we look to them after the Spirit just as we look at Jesus. Right, right. And if that's the standard, man, uh, titles are important. Titles are important. Apostle, prophets, the titles are important. But if we get firebrands, if we get living stones that are set on order reflecting the cornerstone and not scattered, but they're being built from one and top of another, man, we have the dwelling place of God on earth. Oh,
0: that's beautiful. Heroes. That's that's the kind of pastors and leaders that we want to see in this generation. You know, this is the time when Jesus is coming back to take his bride. And if we have more pastors and leaders that will identify the gold in their congregation and train them up, equip them up, speak life into those areas, uh, nothing better than that. See, and uh, the truth Pastor, is, if, mm-hmm. if I
1: can continue... Um, I know the extent of the love of God because of mm. the way I was forgiven. Mm. And if you look at if you look at drastic people with, with a crazy past and mm. they experience the love of God, they know the value of the love of God. They yeah. know the value of the presence of God. They see God differently compared mm. to those who are traditional and all that, who mm. have, you know, who have Christian needs in their
0: system. hmm
1: you know so uh, i'm not saying we 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 don't value even the regular traditional christians at all but mm. we we look at everyone the way jesus does Amen. that makes Amen. such a difference
0: absolutely on that note would you just take a moment to just pray and speak a word over our listeners we would like them to have the same discerning eyes we would like them to Uh, have a heart that sees the Lord at work we want each and every one of them to have a deep desire for the presence of God Um, not just to stick to traditions and denominations denominations or organizations but but to uh, keep their allegiance first to the presence of God and to pursue that presence every step of their um, you know growth in ministry uh, so from from whatever the Lord has placed on your heart, if you could just speak a word of blessing and just pray for them uh, before we conclude. That will be awesome. Sure.
1: Father, we want to thank you for this time. Lord, we just declare over every single person who hears us, who is basically mm. under the influence of our voice, we just mm. declare the peace of God over them. Yeah. The peace of God that surpasses the That's understanding of man, that, yes. surpa- that surpasses the understanding of oh a no natural Lord. mind and that, that goes beyond it.
0: Yes, Lord.
1: Lord, I pray, Father, that true discernment, discernment that weighs in the Spirit, discernment that sees through the eyes of fire, that sees mm. through the eyes of love. Yeah. Would come upon your people in this season. Yes, Lord. And Lord Jesus, we look forward to your return. Yes. We long for it. Mm. We long for it with all our hearts. Mm. And Lord, we pray that you would build your church.
0: Amen.
1: We pray that you would build your church. Yes. I pray that whoever hears this, I pray that your spirit would be poured out on them. Yeah. Amen. That yes, you would Daddy. touch them. Yes, Lord. And use them as yes, the Daddy. tabernacle of God. May they Amen. be the living and moving tabernacle of God in any yeah. sphere of life therein be it in their job or be it in their church or even if they're supporting another pastor or the man of God may they Mm. be the living tabernacle of God may they function as a living stone reflecting Mm -hmm. the cornerstone yes daddy we give you all the glory and the honour Lord and the church and the spirit together we say "Come." come come Lord
0: yes Lord
1: we look forward to your return Yes. and we look forward to the city that is going to rise up mm. the dwelling place of god on earth that yes. we read so much in revelation mm. we we look forward to the city of zion
0: mm. we
1: look forward to we look forward to the place that abraham called home and longed for yes we look forward to our home as ministers as mm. priests, as whatever we are in ministry. This is our greatest adventure. This is our greatest pursuit. Thank you mm. for our role and thank you for everyone who is listening, for their mm. role in building the city, in Amen. pursuing the city. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen.
0: Amen. 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 Thank you, Pastor Sujay, for speaking the heart of God over us this uh, morning. We thank God for the ministry that you're doing. We thank God for your love for the Lord, your love for your family, for your spiritual father, for uh, the body of Christ that you're leading. May the Lord continue to use you. I'd love to know how can our listeners connect with you? Uh, Is there a YouTube channel or an Instagram account or a website? What, What is the best way they can connect with you?
1: Man of God, it's an absolute pleasure. Uh, thank you for your role in also equipping the body of Christ. I've been tremendously blessed by you. Um, uh, uh, if anyone's interested, they can follow me on Instagram. It's Sujay S. Sam. Uh, I do have a YouTube channel as well. It's uh, Prophet Sujay Sam as well. They can connect with me over there.
0: Amazing. I'll leave the links for the same in the post. So those that are interested can connect. Uh, Thank you once again for all of you who are tuned in. May the Lord bless you guys. Pray and desire for God's presence to be the priority in your church. And everything else will follow. He will build his church. He will equip his people. And he is returning. God bless you guys. We will see you again next month with the next episode of this podcast. If you are blessed, make sure to share this with another friend, another church, another pastor or another leader in your church. Thank you for tuning in. We'll see you next month.